Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the Whiskey Wild Loop with your hosts, Steve Ballmer and Brendan Ike. <laughs> Just we, kidding. We wilding out. This is Whiskey Web and Whatnot with Robbie the Wagner and Charles William Carpenter the Third. That's right. Still the third. And I haven't been demoted to fourth quite yet, but it could happen. So you moving up in numbers is a higher rank. Is it? I don't know. It's hard to say. I feel like if you're like the first, you know, if you're not first, you're last. That's what I hear. Yeah. All right. Yeah, this is uh, another monthly malarkey. We might still talk a little tech just because there's some things I want to mention, but it's going to be mostly random stuff. We haven't released the other one yet because I'm bad at Descript and can't figure out how to make everything work yet. Yeah. So I'm like, I want to try to drop it right before this month ends and then we'll drop this one sometime next month. But mm, everything we talk about will way past. That's okay. Cause. We had Spotify wrapped today, and for 83 people, we're their number one podcast. That's so nice. Maybe they listen to no other podcasts is maybe why, but either way, appreciate the listeners. One of them is you. You listen to every episode, so one of them that is, is you. That is true. One of them is right. me. Another is your mother, possibly. I, I don't think my parents listen to it. I don't no. know that they know how to find podcasts, really. <laughs> they, they're like, is this in the newspaper? How do I get that? Okay. I, I spent like an hour explaining what a podcast was to my mom's sisters who are older than she is, and mm. they still didn't seem to get it. They're like, is it like the radio? I'm like, yeah, it's kind of like the radio, but they're like, well, how does it make money? Or like, what do you do? Like, I'm like, well, you can do ads, it's, you know, just like the radio. And they're like, I don't know. They just didn't click with them. They're how like, so I we have to like in tune car. in at a certain time. And, I'm, and like, mm. no, no, you can listen to them all online. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, whatever. I don't think yeah. they understood. So clearly they don't know what streaming or even what a DVR is probably. So that's a... I think they know what DVRs are just because cable companies have been good at upcharging unsuspecting people. I can record. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Okay. Let's drink well, this whiskey. Yeah, let's get to that. So speaking of the whiskey, today's whiskey is by Never Sink Spirits. That sounds disgusting. Bourbon it Whiskey it says it is made in New York. This one is 86 proof. Finished in apple brandy casks. Mine in particular says it's been aged for a minimum of 61 months, I believe it says, which is like a very specific and somewhat arbitrary number. But really, we... mine says 43 months. Ooh. I have batch eight. What do you have on the on the side? It'll tell you batch eight. I have batch eight as well, but mine says 43, I think. Maybe you're blind, or maybe I'm extra blind. Anybody who sees the video, yeah, let's see on. if that can happen. How know? do we get it to focus? Know. Like that, and then... All right, can you see be... that 43 on mine? Yeah, that looks like 43. So I don't, yeah. I don't, that doesn't make any sense. And I will send you a picture, or post a picture of mine, and see yeah. if that Either is way, why is it fill-inable? Like, you're just going to make it up when you decide to take it out, I guess? Maybe they took the same whiskey and they pulled certain bottles at different intervals to like taste it at different finishes, I guess. But then wouldn't I don't it be really a different know. batch? Or they're saying it was the same batch, I guess, like of made product, but then they took it out at different times, I guess. I think I think we're getting caught up in information we're not able to confirm anyway, unless we Apple brandy cast sounds good. Yep, it's weeded, so I don't have the mash bill, but it is corn, wheat, and barley, so it's going to have some sweetness there, and then finished in apple brandy. That sounds like something different to me, too. It honestly smells just like apple brandy. Like, mm. 
Like I've been making a lot of ciders recently and putting apple brandy in them. And this smells exactly like that. Like it's, I don't have many whiskey notes, honestly. Right. Yeah. No, it definitely has a, an apple cider kind of, I smell a little nutmeg though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe some apricot. (laughs) Dried though. Not dried. Not Not, not fresh apricot. Not that wet shit. Yeah. No. Who even eats apricots like straight off not the dried? tree or whatever? I, I don't even know where you get them from, not dried. I, that's an exotic thing. Yeah. They're like tiny peaches in a way, right? If I recall correctly. Yeah. I've, I've never seen a fresh one. I don't know. Okay. They grow in Virginia. Well. Hmm. That's smokier than I thought it would be. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, uh, I'm just chewing it first, but. It definitely is giving me notes I was not expecting. I definitely yeah, get like, like a, a mulled cider, but definitely with like a smokier finish. Yeah, it's like you purposefully, like you took one of those smokers where you like light shit on fire and like put more smoke in it, not just the smoke from the barrel. It like feels mm. extra smoky or maybe like liquid fake smoke or something. You know, yeah, I wonder, I mean, I guess it doesn't tell us anything or else, but like they, maybe they like charred the barrel before they put uh, the whiskey in. It would be interesting to learn more about it. If they did not, then they've added something smoky because it's very smoky. I don't think I'm getting like liquid smoke punch in the face, but I'm definitely getting it in the finish quite a bit. Yeah, but it very much feels like a strong mulled cider with that kind of campfire finish. I'm getting it yeah. like a, a campfire. Yeah, it's like apple brandy mixed with the campfireiness of a scotch and like the whiskey notes of a like very corn forward like normal bourbon or something. So it's mm. kind of a good mix of those three things. I'm not sure that it's super pleasing of a mix. I haven't decided <laughs> yet, but it right. is definitely interesting. Well, I mean there we go. That's it. Well, I guess we can just kind of talk our way through it a little bit. Yeah, I'm not sure if I like it or not. I know it's different. It is definitely interesting. I probably, it's got a decent, for a low proof, it actually has a decent amount of burn to it too, which yeah. is very interesting. So it feels kind of like high alcohol in a way. It has a nice like sweet apple pie smell to me, yeah. but then I think then like somebody burned the grandma's initial taste is very good. Like I really enjoy it, but then by the time I swallow it, like there's something really bitter or something that just like smacks me in the back of my tongue and mm-hmm. I don't love it. It softens up the more you have actually. I feel like as you sort of salivatory glands open up. It's still got some burn on the way down, but it definitely yeah. softens up some. But it then it starts to get a juice like quality to it in the middle. I'm getting yeah, like a I'm going to say I'm going to say for the sophisticated whiskey drinker who likes a good scotch, this is going to be like a seven or maybe an eight, but I just don't love that flavor. And I think it's overpowering the flavors I do like. So Hmm. for me, I think it's probably more like a five or six. We'll say six. We'll round it up. That's still pretty generous for somebody who just said, I don't like that flavor. But I'm giving it props on like the interestingness and Hmm. the... Like, if you liked really smoky stuff, that this would be for you. It's not really for me, hmm. but 
I think know. it's taken a real swing at being unique, but for a whiskey, I kind of think of it more of, so there's the Campfire whiskey by, and now I'm having a quick blank. It's that Utah distillery where they mix all kinds of stuff and it's, they've got like a Boo Rye, which is like a bourbon rye blend, they've got a Campfire mm-hmm. whiskey. What is that called? They have mid have we had it midwinter night stram if we well there we go we need to go down that catalog because there's some good and interesting things there um coming soon to a theater near you uh <laughs> I'm gonna say yeah like as a like kitschy holiday whiskey this is interesting I don't know that I would go back to it very often outside of that could probably yeah. make like some fun little holiday cocktails with it too we got three seven fives and I think those are like 55 bucks a pop so for like half bottle. I think that's a little pricier also, though, Yeah, for something interesting. So I really think like we've had some interesting things that are that that have executed well and interesting for interesting sake isn't quite enough for me. I'll, that said, I'll probably finish this and have another one as we talk. But outside of that, I don't know where I'm going with it. I'm giving it a four. Dear yeah. listener, or 83 listeners, I guess now. Yeah. I'm going four. If you have a chance to try it in the holidays, sure. I'm not sure I would like rush out to buy a bottle. I wouldn't be surprised if you get a good deal total wine next month on this one. Yeah, I think I think you make a good point that like if you put this in a really sweet cocktail, like even just a cider with tons of mulling spices in it, I yeah. think that smokiness would get balanced out and it would be better. So I may do that later. But I think a scotch drinker that likes smoke is going to feel like this is too sweet for them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if they're seeking just yeah. like a sipping whiskey, they're going to get disappointed here, too. Yeah. But so they tried they want, to be too interesting. Yeah. I think they were definitely trying to do their own thing. And I looked on their website to try to get some information. And the most recent version of this is actually in a it's in. It's aged in barrels that had this aperitif that has like apple brandy and something else together. Mm. So I think they've evolved it beyond this. They're like, we're on to something, but it's not quite hitting. What else? Yeah. Because I do like apple brandy and I think the brandies can be pretty interesting and and nice. So to try to bring like a weeded whiskey to it. I mean, kudos to you for trying. Just, you know, this one doesn't kill it for me. I think they'll get there. I like their branding. I like their commitment to being unique. We'll definitely try more of what they put out later. Yeah, well, they a bunch of city slickers, though. You know, this is made in New York, <laughs> so I don't know. The misnomer well, is that say I... where in New York. It New doesn't. York City or... Yeah, New York That's City. That's why it's so small and expensive. Yeah, right, exactly. Like the Hudson River ones, small and expensive and weird. Like, this is yeah. better than that weird maple mm-hmm. syrup pancake whiskey i would definitely yeah. have this over that yeah so what kind of malarkey are you trying to talk about today well i'm a little bit confused about why javascript has so many fucking module types so i did want to talk about that for a minute okay <laughs> um well because evolving is hard and agreeing upon standards are hard and nobody yeah. ever actually just gets there just Although, wanted to vent about it because, like, I've been trying for the past two days. We have this really old uh, thing at work. I'm not going to talk too much about it because people could probably find the product in the wild and, like, talk shit about it. But it's got, like, broccoli 
0.0.16, which is pretty old. So I was like, let me update this. And so I did, and then I updated like the cascade of build things like Babel, Amplify, uh, you know, whatever. And I started getting those dreaded errors you get where it's like, define is not defined or whatever. Mm. And it's like, well, fuck, I know that's a module problem. So then I was like, well, let me make it not AMD. And then it was like, exports is not defined. So I'm like, okay, well, uh, no matter yeah. what I do, the modules won't work. So I narrowed it down to like, it was actually Broccoli Concat that is doing it somehow. So something about like just concatenating the files together breaks it. So I'll have to debug that more later. But it's frustrating that this is a problem. Like, I guess Bun is solving this kind of, but... Um, yeah, but Bun is only solving it for like the two primary winners in that, right? Common JS and then going into the uh, uh, ES modules or whatever, right? Like MJS files, AMD is not a modern and winner status. I don't think it's a winner. I don't have any particular beef against it, but I remember 10 plus years ago having to utilize when releasing things and you would, they had this thing that was a workaround for a while, like the UMD pattern, the universal module declaration yeah. pattern. That was your entry to figure out how you could unfuck everything else. Yeah. So yeah. like, you know, I, I guess it's maybe better than that. I don't well, we're we're doing weird stuff where we wrap it in that still, where it's like mm. a function with like define, require, export, like all the different possible things, and then it checks if they exist, and then like, oh god, and yeah, and then but we're forcing that in instead of like transforming it to that like you're supposed to. We're like right. wrapping it in a manual like string of JavaScript that's a function that has all that stuff, and I'm like, I don't get it, I don't understand. Why do a bunch of idiots work at Amazon? Well, to be fair, this was written like eight or nine years ago and has not been touched since. So yeah, a lot of was... weird things happened back then. Yeah, right. totally. And it probably was like the best solution for the tools and, and the predictability that you had at that time. And then, you know, Node was at a certain version and whatever, yeah, you know, like whatever. 0.10 or something. Right, exactly. Then. And you're like, oh, no, figure this out. Yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to vent about that. And now we can not talk anything tech if you want to skip other stuff. But you don't want to talk about Astro at all. Like I've been playing with Astro a bunch lately. It. You have? I have. Yeah. A oh, couple yeah. of different things. Yeah. Well, I have. Uh, so I've been maintaining an archive of my wedding website and it's like a plain HTML playground for me. So mm -hmm. like it's in Astro now. I go and play around with things on that. And like it's like a really easy, basic site to like, oh, I want to look at, you know, this thing and how do you set it up when it's not a JS framework? You know, I just try to like default to things that aren't completely framework based to like test on first mm -hmm. and then, you know, go from there. So, yeah, you know, and just be like, how cool are just straight up normal web view transitions when it's just HTML page to HTML page with no CSS was there before? Like, you know, they're pretty dope. They're pretty dope. They make like yeah. basic things look real slick. And I like that. You know, you get out a lot of like, I don't know, nuance to like very basic designs and stuff. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to uh, Syntax had an episode. I don't know how recently it was because it just came on after I listened to the last episode of our podcast in the car. 
And but it was about web apps versus websites and like how you decide, you know, what are your steps to build it? How do you design it? How do you decide what tools to use? Whatever. And a big point they had was like, you know, it's not in favor these days, but you can FTP HTML and CSS up and it will run like you don't. They're like, you know, oh, well, when I start, I think about do I want React and do I want a meta framework and like whatever. And like, you don't have to think about all that if you just want to build a website. Just start in HTML and CSS. Like, I think the only thing, like only big, big reason I would want some kind of build tool is so that I can do two things. One, have Tailwind and like right. have that build and tree shake and do all its stuff. And then two, be able to loop through stuff so I can write like a block that's like show an image and then show like 10 images with that same. Snippet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's basically why I like Astro. I use Astro yeah. on this site. There's like, you know, it was all manual listing of like an image gallery and then a bunch of janky JS because it was like a Squarespace site that I mm -hmm. scraped and then pulled over and like over time I've just been simplifying and throwing GitHub pages. And it's, like I said, it's more of an archive and I play around to like, how can I do this in the basic way? And Astro just gives me kind of like a, a build chain and lets me do some, you know, basic functional things like that that, that aren't crazy. So, yeah, I mean, the reality is, is all those old, this is what I've said. This has been kind of a recurring theme for me is everything old is kind of new again because it was never that bad to begin with, right? Yeah. Like, and I find it very interesting. It doesn't necessarily mean that I'm advocating for like dropping everything and going to those tools, but like, you know, you can build a, a web application and a company on Rails today. You can build a web application and a company on Django still today, if you want to. Mm -hmm. And you can, you don't need Kubernetes. You don't, you know, like a lot of these things are solving problems that don't exist for a lot of people. And as Dax would say, you don't even have any users. So who gives a shit anyway? <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I personally, I never want to like be in a company situation where I'm FTPing up and so did Joe. And now they conflicted or he made changes and didn't pull down what I did before or something like that. Like, you know, that's not fun. Yeah. Or I pushed something up as a mistake and I fucked up and I lost it forever. Like all of those things. I've done those things mm -hmm. and I don't like yeah. it. So, oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Before I knew what Git was, I would just push stuff up. And yeah, if someone had messed with it when I hadn't or before, like I pushed mine or whatever. Yeah, it would be like all the stuff's gone and you're like, Oh, no. No. <laughs> oh and then sucks. you're just like, Hey, I quit my job. I'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm leaving. I just hate fixing like that or like get <clears throat> big get conflicts. I'm just like, I'd rather just not. Yeah. <laughs> I, my first thing I, I used subversion for a little while. And also I was in a company that used like real visual studio. And so you had to check mm -hmm. out, yeah, things I've used using it, yeah. Visual Studio. Yeah, exactly. Doing like so .NET and shit. Yeah, yeah. But I was mostly just doing front end stuff within .NET templates and all of that. So, you know, but still like, this is fun. But at least that was like nice because you knew like, oh, this code right now is currently being worked on by this user. And so you'd be like, oh, cool. I need to look at that too. What, you know, you can, you can sneaker net it all around and that, that was better. That was okay. Yeah. Yeah, I have a hot take on that. I think .NET 
is has the best DX of any backend language. That is or a hot framework take. or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, because there's a couple of like actual web application frameworks like around .NET. Like I know mm. well, .NET. Well, I haven't used MC. things on top of .NET, but like having used Java and C based languages before I used .NET. .NET was like very JavaScripty and like just refreshingly like easy to read and work with. And maybe that's because Visual Studio is so helpful too. Yeah. But yeah. um I mean their whole DX early days, you gotta admit, like it was very thoughtful. Like the language I see, I was working in it during the web forms days, and I know I've heard lots of like once they switched to MVC and stuff, it got way better in that sense. But yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like they were way ahead of the curve in terms of tooling and stuff. So that is nice. So you Sponsored heard it here, folks. Microsoft. Sponsored by Angular. Because Robbie's an Angular shill now. That's what I heard. Yeah, I love Angular. Mm, the new stuff is good. Sarah did not I... sh- send us any t-shirts. Ooh, that is true. Yeah. I would rock an Angular t-shirt. I got my Sentry t-shirt. Yes, so... I see that. Very nice. I've got my entry or syntax, sorry, not my sentry, but I do have my syntax Yeti uh, cup and I love it. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's I should probably get one of hydrated. those. Yeah, it's keeping me hydrated. It's really nice. Like the price and they priced it like they're definitely taking a loss. Oh, yeah. I think that's I think they're taking a loss on everything on purpose to like just to hype it up. Yeah. And I think like David was saying on Twitter, like he wants to hire someone to like do logistics for everything like worldwide. So they can get like better printers who are cheaper and like better shipping costs and like all the things. Like thinking of the merch business as a real part of the business, which I guess it can be. I mean, it doesn't have to Uh, be incredibly profitable, but it doesn't have to be a loss leader either. Right. True. So Yeah. But there was like a podcast producer and some other podcast related things. Were you tempted? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was. I looked at the salaries and thought it was going to be too much work for not being my only job. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you were like, can I do this respectable. side hustle? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but I need a little more money to pay for my house, unfortunately. If interest yeah. rates go down, I might be tempted to, like, I would love to be part of their team because I think, like, they have amazing ideas and they could give me the ideas because I'm lacking the ideas, but I think I can execute things. Mm. Like we got all the gear. 
I can figure out how to like, you know, screen record or whatever. I haven't dipped into that yet of doing the like Twitch thing and all that. Just because like, what the fuck do you say? I guess you just have to not care about what you're saying and just spout off whatever is in your head. Yeah, I think you just have to be talking a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah, which I I think I can handle. I just am not like someone who can multitask like i can't talk and type and all that kind of stuff like prime is able to just like like i cannot do that i'm a terrible multitasker so if i'm like oh i'm focused on doing the thing oh look let's walk through where we oh let's read some docs now we spun up a project no 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 no. like no i'm gonna be doing most of that in my head and it's gonna be silent and boring yeah prime is on another level i don't understand like have you seen his like peloton posts He'll be like new personal record and he'll show a picture of the the Peloton screen and it's like your account has been canceled like you know sign up here or whatever but I guess if you don't have a subscription you can still bike and it will tell you like your output so it yeah. still has his output but it has like nothing on cadence and like whatever yeah um, that's why I, that's why I don't like their hardware because you're locked in right you're like software locked into subscription forever which I know is the point but like uh we have Peloton well like we have the Peloton like my wife got the bike and I can use it and I just watch rowing workouts and then use my own rower you know and then it's got all kinds of other metrics I'm just like I don't care I'm not buying $2,000 rower I have a nice rower. It was 800 yeah. bucks and it'll probably last me the next like 20 years. So yeah, that's fair. But yeah, he, he'll do that and then like show a picture of himself and he'll be in like a long sleeve shirt and jeans. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, why? Like is, and does he actually do that or does he change into jeans real quick I mean, to like flex and have him. a silly photo? You know, yeah. I don't know. That'll, we'll ask him next time he's on. Yeah, yeah, because like how do devs work out? Yeah, I've seen his like strength photos and be like afterwards I did 400 burpees or something in 15 minutes, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, good for you. But did you do it in jeans? And like, yeah, I wonder if it's like a thing about doing everything in like the gear he would be wearing to like work his land or something. So it's like a farmer workout or I don't know. I don't know. know. Until I see him about it. Yeah. Until I see (laughs) overalls, that's all bullshit. Like, you know, <laughs> that's for farm, right? That is for farm. Yep. Yeah. So we didn't actually say anything about Astro other than you've been playing with it and whatever. Do we want to like talk about it at all? Or Well, I mentioned the view transitions and I just like it for mm-hmm. a very like basic build pipeline for normal, even HTML sites. So it's just, you know, a couple of those things have been fun to add to that particular site. But I was just, and then I was saying, like, additionally, like, even if I was going to just build a plain HTML site, I would probably start with Astro, even if I didn't intend to have dynamic content or any of that nature, because there's just some, like, there's some sugar there that's easy and fun. Yeah. Yeah. Tailwind. Yeah. And Tailwind's probably a big part of it, because if I can drop and go and not think about half that stuff, super duper. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Tailwind, I have a new aspiration that anytime, like I went to find our local fire department to like see if they were doing any like Christmas fundraisers or whatever, like selling Christmas trees or doing a Santa thing or any of that. And they didn't seem to have anything on their website, but also their website was solid black with bright green text and like not mobile friendly. And so I reached out to them. I was like, 
hey, do you want me to make this not bad? Because like, I think like I'm going to start doing more of that. I'm not going to put a lot of work into it, but I'm going to be like, you know, I'll use a Tailwind UI template and like hook it up to Contentful or Prismic Prisma. I always get them confused. Which one is the CMS? Some kind of CMS. Uh, Prisma is the RM. Okay, so Prismic, I guess, is this. Yeah, that's one. There's, yeah, there's a few of them, but. Yeah, so like, you know, hook it up to something where they can edit it and just like hands off. Like it can't be worse than what you have now. So, you know. Right. I mean, if they (laughs) they have uh, WordPress, you can convert that to headless. Yeah, but I don't know. No, yeah. It doesn't seem like something that they're actually able to update to me. Yeah. It looks like it's static and they have a webmaster that occasionally changes something. If if that. If I was to say, well, I guess you'll find out. I mean, the plus side is that you can donate your time and that is a tax Mm -hmm. deduction. So at $4 million per hour. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out the government owes you a whole bunch for them firefighters. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You better make them a tuna casserole too. (laughs) They'll be like, yep, (laughs) Robbie's the best. We love him. Everybody you talk to has a rural accent in my up here. I don't. I don't reason. think so. Not, not no, so much. I don't think so either. But still, a little bit fun. <laughs> I'm gonna do. I'm gonna actually start a second podcast where I just I talk like this, even though I'm a bit of a Yankee. We could do the accents podcast and the just podcast. pick a different accent each episode, and forty two people will choose that as their number one podcast. <laughs> In 2024, yeah. we'll see. We Something definitely, like part of the problem is with getting listeners is the SEO game. Because if you go into mm. Spotify and search JavaScript, we're not like, you got to scroll a while before you find one of our episodes. Mm. Because we need to use the word JavaScript in the titles more. Like, we don't mm. put enough SEO stuff in the titles. We're like, we talked web development and career growth with whoever. And it's like, yeah, that's no one's searching for that. Yeah, that's fair. All yeah. Every every other episode is fucked out JavaScript. I mean JavaScript's <laughs> cool. I mean JavaScript's for losers. Yeah. The way that I know is because most like aside from our like heavy hitter guests who had a lot of like listens, the ones that have the most listens have Next.js in the title. Oh. So people right. have searched for Next.js and been fooled into listening to this non-Next.js podcast. Right, exactly. Well, listen, Triangle Company is trying to take over the world. I like Vercel. And it's interesting because, again, at the end of the day, they're repurposing another product. I always feel like that's a, a risky move, but obviously they've been able to expand their product to do a lot of really cool things. No shade on that. Like The product is good. It works good. It it does have like some weird trapdoors around the way they get some businesses basically needing them, and then mm-hmm. the cliff for billing is like, oh, it was a hundred bucks a month. Holy shit! Now you owe us fifty grand. Like, yeah, I've heard I mean, stories around that. Their low tier is very generous, though. So, like, yeah, theoretically, sure. I forget the exact numbers, but if you're exceeding like the million database rights per month. Yeah. Then like if you're not a profitable business, you're doing something wrong. Like if you have that much activity, 
even if you just threw an ad on the page, like you would have <laughs> money. Like, well, you, yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, that's true. Or you're just doing something very wrong. Like you said, like you yeah. are, you're persisting data for 10 users to too much, perhaps. Yeah. You're capturing too much. You're doing a bunch of events and you're not charging enough for it. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I suppose that's fair. But then conversely, like, what is the margin on that? Like, literally, like, what is Amazon paying, like, charging you for that same compute operation? And then they put a nice UI on top and, and you know, improve well, the Well, I do wonder there. if Vercel operates everything except for Enterprise at a loss. I and they guess. want you to hit that cliff and pay them a lot of money. So they want to make it very like low barrier to entry and just kind of offset costs a little with those monthly charges. And then if you actually become enterprise, then you get you're the, where they make the money. That's oh, for sure. I would I would yeah. imagine like 20% of their customers are like 80% of their revenue or something crazy like, right? Yeah. It's like, probably even lower than that. Like 5% of their customers is like. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. I mean, it, we're not smart enough to wear all black and have our own conference and all of those things. So I'm sure there's a whole lot of nuance in between what we're saying and the reality and everything else. Like, gives well, would love to talk to Guillermo about it. You think he still has that whiskey? I don't. I drank it. But didn't we do it on an episode, a malarkey episode or something of that nature? We did it on one with just us, yeah. yeah. Um, I think, I think either he still has it or it's like at the office or like, like somebody has it and hopefully someone will drink it because... Otherwise, it's an extra big waste of money. But so, okay. Do you think we could send Jay on a reconnaissance miss- mission next time he's at Mission Control? And like, <laughs> we should start infiltrating this. a bunch of people that work there. Just get them to like us, and just get them to casually mention, <laughs> like, "Hey, how come you haven't been on there? Like, that's a cool podcast." Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah. he's like, "Turns out, I'm really busy." Yeah, and they suck. Yeah, and they should talk to me and I know it. Yeah, I don't know if it's like as simple as he didn't want to be associated with drinking in public or like, you know, it could be any like something totally like benign, but it could also be like he heard us shit on react sometime and like, you know, I don't know. It could be anything. Who knows? It could be. I feel like the simplest explanation is that you know, he agreed and, and we caught on early and then his his calendar exploded probably at some point. Because at this point, you'd be like, yeah, I could get him on or dig up Steve Jobs, maybe like similar, similar complexity. Yeah. Yeah. So or, you know, not. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know exactly whom I would compare it to. But I mean, the company's grown a lot. There's a lot of busyness there. So. Yeah. And probably like fun, silly podcasts are just less important than other media things. And that's yeah. the truth. But it is fun to like dunk on because it's just, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. What do we spend a hundred bucks and get this shit talking every once in a while? That's fine. We oh, still yeah. use your service. So who really gives a shit? Yeah. In fact, we're going to switch most of our stuff to Vercel because it's easy. Yeah. As soon as you figure out forms. Well, we don't really need them. And like, I That's think true you can, too, though. I think you can post directly to like a webhook for Slack or something. Like That's you true. Can just, yeah. You can you hook know, into it. You would maybe lose some like 
spam like netlify has a their built-in form thing has some kind of like bot control a little bit where it like tries yeah. to be smart about you're definitely a bot i won't send this through right. even though it does a bad job at that and still sends stuff through but like yeah yeah, yeah. I, we could so, post right to a webhook and then if it gets insane just turn it off like, yep that's fair so yeah because the our podcast site is already there and so mm-hmm. we just need a few other things bounced over yep bounce that's a bot joke anyway <laughs> what else you got for me yeah so i don't know if we want to talk about shows we've been watching or skip that and talk about some of these other things at the bottom dealer's choice what do you what do you feel like from this list here chuck i, I could talk a couple a, a little bit about shows or a little bit about entertainment as a whole uh, a couple sure. of things you have here i've never what have you been getting into heard of well we finished up a documentary last night that was a little like concerning about the american healthcare system and mm. parents being accused of abuse by bringing in their children with like strange not easily diagnosable issues and in florida in particular it was like a big thing because of this one lady it would just be like oh some bruises and Complains of pain and we can't find anything offhand. Seems phantom and then the parents are to blame and you all, you both go to prison. And a bunch of great. It's called Take Care of Maya, I believe it was. And that was like disturbing. Um, on a lighter note, let's see, I watched the new Mike Birbiglia Netflix special, which is like the old man in the pool. If you like Mike Birbiglia, it's funny. It does feel a little bit like he's a parody of himself in some ways. Like, it's like Jim Gaffigan where he's got to kind of talk about Hot Pockets or something like this, you know, where Big Leah <laughs> has his own own version of that. But sure. his storytelling is great. And, you know, there's like some sentimental aspect there. So there was that. And I feel like there was a show recently. But as most of our listeners know, I killed my brain cells. So oh, I'm going to see the 20th anniversary re-release of Elf in theaters in a couple of weeks. So that'd be kind of fun. Mm. It's like five bucks at a Regal Cinemas. And uh, we're like, oh, we've watched it with the kids before. It'll be fun on the big screen. Nice. Yeah, I remember reading, I forget the number. I want to say it was like some insane amount of money, like $10 million or something that they offered Will Ferrell to do Elf 2. And he said no. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it turned out, it turns out he's he's probably doing fine on money. It would seem overall, you know, I think he probably has more than a couple dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I mean, like Anchorman 2 was a little he said yes to that. So maybe it was like in or around that. And he was like, "Ooh, I've been down this road and it doesn't always work out well. Yeah. I think most of his newer stuff has not been the best with the exception of I liked. Is it called Spirited that has Ryan Reynolds and him in it? I know you didn't like it. No, we didn't like it. We didn't love it. But it has so. Ryan Reynolds. And and you, you do love him. yourself a Ryan Reynolds. Like I do. I do. Yeah. I, you, uh, I'm i excited that Deadpool 3 is coming out. Oh, soon. for sure. And there's um, going to be a Marvel Universe actual crossover with it, right? Like there's. Oh, they like actually got accepted into like being real now. I think so. I feel like there is. I mean, I know that Hugh Jackman's in it and he's on, he's on oh, the Sony, right, right, right. Side, Sony side, but that's okay. But, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that where like that little trailer where he's like 
talking to him on the phone or something and he's like fine i'll be in deadpool 3 or something yeah yeah <laughs> like yeah yeah they're really great and funny about that and i find i follow rob mcelaney too and they they always do really funny stuff to each other on their birthdays oh man mm. it's great yeah i'm just gonna keep mentioning ryan reynolds we need to get our ryan reynolds count above our tailwind count get that seo game going get get mm-hmm. ryan to to come on you know He's he's not busy at all. He doesn't own like every company that exists or every football team or like anything that mm. takes any amount of time. So um, you've watched the new season of Welcome to Wrexham? I haven't watched any of them because I've been working my way through every show on Apple TV Plus, which hmm. sounds absurd. It is but absurd. They're all pretty good. And that's what my list here. I don't know which ones you haven't heard of. I think, let me see. No, all of these weren't Apple TV. No, The Last of Us is definitely not Three on of them. TV. That was that's on Max HBO, now. By yeah. the way, well, don't confuse it. It's now Max, so you have to update your app every three months and re-sign in and do everything else. Yeah. That's stupid. That was the um, dumbest move. HBO. It's like the same thing as renaming Twitter to X. Like you yeah. have this brand loyalty, and then you're just like, you know what? I'm gonna make it this thing that's really hard to Google. That's uh, also, just a word or a letter. Let's choose the inferior product, right? Because I, I feel like that's a it has something to do with Cinemax, which I don't think that's anymore a thing. But like mm. that was always the cable channel that like people would make jokes about, like, oh, after ten o'clock it's Skinemax because they would yes. do like softcore porn. Right. So they choose Max. Max what? Max boners? Like what do you I don't know. So Who knows? Max entertainment of all kinds. Yeah, maximum. I, I know it's easy to Google. Max. Max yeah. There's no other results for Max if you yeah. Google that. It's all stupid. People making these decisions yeah. have n- have no knowledge of the internet. Yeah. But have Which you watched gonna... any of these shows on this? I've list watched here? The Last of Us. I know what okay. Silo is. I can't recall the three others that you mentioned. Yeah, so Silo was really good. Probably one of the best shows I've watched in a long time. Okay. Um, would recommend for sure. Yeah. Excited for the next couple seasons. I think they've already renewed it for two more seasons. Cause I think there was, I think there were like three or three or four books or something. So I think they're going to make each book into a season. Yeah. Super interesting show. The whole premise is like, they're just in this like silo thing and they don't know why. Yeah. They're like, why yeah. can't we go outside? It's like, I don't know. Like the people that came before us knew, but like all of our history was destroyed or whatever. And so we just don't know like mm. why we can't go outside. So, you know, lots of drama around that. And like one of the rules they have this, I don't, this isn't really a spoiler because they don't Mm -hmm. tell you why, but like one of the rules they have is they can't install elevators. So they have to, it's like this really tall silo and they have to walk the whole thing every time. And it's like, why is that? I don't know why that's a rule, but Yeah. yeah, it's, it's a really cool show. Would recommend the changeling is really fucking weird. It's like, you think it's going to be like about like this baby dying and stuff. And like, I know you're out for that. Yeah. Like, I feel like um, that's what I saw. Is it a Shalaman one or something or no, no that one that I, I watched that one too. That was a yeah. uh, servant. That one was really okay. good. Yeah. Changeling but this one babies. is like, um, less, less fucked up than you would think if you give it a chance, like, and, don't and don't I, lose faith in the first couple episodes. And I will admit, the further I get away from infants, you know, and my fears around that, like it probably gets more tolerable for me. I mean, you know, nobody's jazzed about like kids getting hurt, but I mean, like 
it was just a years long scar of yeah. nothing even happened. Nothing even happened, but just having infants and having this oh, fear. Yeah. Just worrying about SIDS for like yeah. years. Is like, for basically, yeah. yeah. A solid year and a half easily. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, but it's still too fresh. I just can't watch that. Yeah, I get it. But yeah, yeah. the changeling is like, it's very fairy tale based and it's like, like there's no rules. Like anything mm-hmm. can happen. Totally ridiculous. Would would recommend if you like like stuff with lots of twists and it's it's a little dark still and nothing was explained at all. They said they're going to explain things next season, but we'll see if they okay. actually do. Yeah. Um, Last of Us obviously was good. We watched mm-hmm. that. Wednesday was surprisingly good. I didn't really expect much out of that. Yes, I did actually watch a few episodes of this like last winter up in we were in Flagstaff for some like Christmas thing. And we did like a long weekend with another family to do it. And somehow or another, like kids started it on Netflix when it first came out and watched a couple. I wouldn't say it's like appropriate for small kids, but like it was interesting. No. I forgot about that. I would actually come back to that because I thought, oh, this is interesting. Christina Ricci is in it, not as Wednesday. I thought that was cool. Yeah, it's I think you're right. It's like it's kind of a adolescent show like it's yes. a little bit edgy it's like young it's teens not quite kind of polished enough to be like a super like and i'm saying this but they probably want a bunch hmm. of awards anyway but i'm saying it's not like a grammy or, or grammy's the wrong word what the fuck what the fuck does a emmy Netflix show in em- uh, oscars, no. emmys 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 oscars know. are movies emmys are tv shows i believe so. okay all right so emmys so it's not like i wouldn't say it's at that level but i think they probably want a bunch of them like, I think it's a little unpolished and cringy and like more towards adolescent style of like, you wouldn't notice that if you were like a teenager, but I noticed yeah. that it's like not the best. It's but, almost like Harry Potter, like but a TV show instead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think a little more cringy than Harry Potter, but um, <laughs> yeah. still very entertaining. Really enjoyed it. Um, would recommend. Um, and I just started Blackbird, last one, and then we'll go to some other topic here. Um, it's mm-hmm. about, have you seen anything about it? I mean, not offhand. Obviously, the Beatles song is top of mind or, you know, the it's best about plane. This guy that um, he like gets arrested and goes to jail. And to get out early, they have him go like try to find locations of bodies from this like serial killer guy, like befriend mm. him and like get him to let his guard down and like give them that info. I'm only a couple episodes in, but it's like, it's just about him like trying to do that. And it's, it's very interesting. Cause it's like, you know, him surviving life in this, like, cause he wasn't like a cushy, like easy prison where you can like, you know, just ride your time out. And now he's in like super, like criminally insane, like scared for his life every day. People are dying all over the place, like kind of prison. So it's gotten pretty intense, but I don't know if it's going to have a good ending or not. We'll see. Well, there you go. They've got you hooked, at least for now. Yeah. I want to know, my my real question is, if you don't know what they are, how are you ever going to get your EGOT? Well, I'm never, I'm definitely never going to get any of that. If anything, I could potentially, like, if I stopped caring about money and put a ton of time into music, I could make some music that would, like, potentially be award-worthy. But then, no way can I, like, I can't do acting like maybe with tons of training like but I would never do like plays that sounds like too much work 
having to go yeah. every day and like cater to an audience and no. Well, so, the misnomer is that you have to be a star, but you got to bear in mind for things like even just the Oscars, right? You're familiar with that. And there's like costume design and sound design and there's Well, true, true. There's a I whole guess you bunch can, of ways. Yeah. Thread that needle. Just like the I can't think of their name right now. The the rap group that that won an Oscar for like their soundtrack or whatever. They always start their songs with like Academy Award winner. You know what I'm talking about? I don't I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, people are going to be like, you should know that, but who cares? Mm, the 83 of I? you that listen to this can, can educate me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. On Twitter. I mean, X. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Anyway, what are you doing for Christmas? Great question. Let's see here. Hosting Christmas as usual. So preparing for that. Have folks... At our place, where for, no, I guess it won't be. My mother will be moving back to Kentucky, so it will be her last Arizona Christmas. That will be interesting. Otherwise, business as usual. Nice. Yeah, we we hosted Thanksgiving, and we'll be hosting for Christmas as well. Going to be Finn's first, like, big, exciting, knows what's happening Christmas, so... Definitely wanted to make sure we were home for that and could do everything right. For sure. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting though, because like we have several people that will be visiting that potentially Odie doesn't like. So like, I don't know how that's going to work. We'll give him lots of meds. We'll like, I ordered some hands-free leashes so I can Mm. like strap him to my body and he can never get further than a leash away from me. Right. Um, Yes. Yes. Those, those seem kind of fun. I mean, those are usually like people are running. And then they have the leash around their waist, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, I'll still okay. be running in the other direction just to keep him going that way. <laughs> mm. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. How old is that dog? He turned seven a couple of days ago. So oh, he's got some, he's got some years left. Yeah. So he's either got, you know, three or four years left, or if we're unlucky, you know, 20. <laughs> like, <laughs> there is a God and he hates you. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we were talking about earlier. I was, they went to the vet and he did okay. So he's okay if we're not around. So I can give him to like the vet. What do you call the like nurse at a vet? I don't know. I don't know. We'll say nurse. Vet practitioner. Yeah. Gave him to her and he, he was like not wanting to walk in with her. And so I walked a little bit with him and he was walking and then he just like puts the brakes on. She's like, I'm just going to pick you up. And I was like, Oh my God, my life is flashing before my eyes. You're going to try to pick him up. Like, and she picked him up and it was fine. And like, Mm. I thought for sure she would have no arm after that. But, um, yeah, so that was, that was interesting. But yeah, he's, he's good if we're not there. So it's, it's really frustrating because like if we did Christmas like not at home and we weren't there, which would defeat the purpose if we weren't there. Yeah. He would be fine. If it's not his house and we're not there, he doesn't defend it. Let's let me propose something. How about a Christmas where he's not there? Well, so we're doing some of that 
where my parents have a Christmas party every year and Caitlin's parents are going to come down and stay with the dogs and we're going to go to that Christmas party for the weekend mm. and like not have to worry about him. It's a strange thing where it's harder to deal with your dogs than it is with people. Yeah. It's a, I feel like it's a, like it's a thing that very few people have a problem with, but like you'd be surprised how many people probably have the same problem and you just don't know because like no one talks about like, Hey, I can't do anything because my dog will kill you. Like is it, is this, have we done wrong by dogs by over, I don't know, personifying them or something. I don't know. Making them seem too safe, too safe, too happy, too easy too people like personifying them in some ways, you know, like people, some people like treat their dog. And I'm not saying I'm not casting that you're, doing this maybe you are maybe you didn't i don't know but like used to be like oh we have a dog here's his dog house outside we you know go hang out and play with him we give them food you know well i don't know what changed yeah i think the problem that we ran into is so Odie was our first dog and we read all the stuff about how to do it right it's like you know put him in the cage He will not like it, which is fine. But then like after a couple hours, he'll, he'll stop. Like they eventually like chill. And so I tried twice and both times he barked for like four hours straight, like way more than all the guidelines online said. So I was like, fuck it. You can just come out and like, like he is too stubborn to be trainable. Hmm. So it's like, we then did everything wrong, which made him think, oh, I need to be with you all the time, which then at some point turned into, while I'm with you, I'm defending you, which I don't mm-hmm. know why he doesn't think we can defend ourselves. Like, I tell him all the time, but he doesn't understand English. No, so. turns out he's a dog. <laughs> so what it sounds like is that a bear should have eaten this dog, right? In evolutionary sense. Without you, bear food. Well, all French bulldogs would not exist without humans. Because they right. can't be born naturally. They're all C-sections. So, wow. Yeah, their heads are too big to come out. That is interesting. Huh. Yeah. There so that's why they're so expensive. They're like the number one dog in America right now. I'm sure hmm. there's a lot of people that have the same problem we have because they have tiny heads, fucked up like, you know, interbred shit from keeping them tiny. Like, yeah. yeah. So we're definitely never getting a Frenchie again. Um, but we're going to ride it out and hopefully not have to put him down or anything. Um, yeah, I meet your responsibilities. I, I respect yeah. that for sure. Yeah, I, I think I saw that. We watched the Thanksgiving Day Parade. So we did like a turkey trot, oh, yeah. Thanksgiving Day Parade, like watched it on TV. And then the Westminster is after. Yeah, I, I love the I dog saw show. That. Yeah. yeah, the dog show is just fun. I, mean, yeah. I like dogs. I just want to have, I want to You want to free. breathe? I want to breathe. I have that problem, the allergy issue and everything else. And I want to be free, but like, I really like travel. Yeah. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. And move to Italy, which is still, yeah. This is a big plan of ours that is like probably about a year and a half away, but is taking its next steps. Um, I think it's, I think it's going to happen. I mean, we're pushing for attack. There's kind of no reason why it won't happen. So I'll say yeah. it's happening. Houses unless... are cheap. Houses well, are much cheaper. Relatively, living is 
relatively yeah. like uh, real estate is way more affordable. There's a bivy of options and, and all of that. So there's that infrastructure has gotten better. We have friends there. So language barriers are not inexistent, but minimized. Yeah. To yeah. Caitlin and I were talking about like, I don't know if you know the specifics or like how hard you've been looking at real estate, but like, I feel like, you know, we're say 15 minutes from Reston and I feel yeah. like if you were like 15 minutes from Florence or like, I don't know, a city in Italy, I feel yeah. like it would be exponentially less expensive than it would be here. Absolutely. Which doesn't really make any sense. Like, I guess there's like maybe, I don't know, more like stuff in the way that there's like fast food and shit here, like things that will deliver to you, like amenities, whatever. Then like in Florence, there's a lot of like cultural stuff and like stuff that's not as like hands on. Give me, give me right now. But like, yeah, still, I feel like being 15 minutes from Florence would be fucking amazing. Be like out in the countryside growing grapes and wine or olives or wine, anything wine. You know, whatever yeah. yeah yeah like i don't know i i really love the appeal of that i just like the only reason we can never go is because all of our family is like right here so right. yeah we're and, we're hoping like one day if we have another kid and they both don't live in the same place to where we don't aren't tied to one place we're like well we're gonna move to italy and you can visit us yeah right you know well, you can always come visit and see what the trade-offs are. I mean, yeah. yes, we made our initial move for family purposes, and then we found that, like, it wasn't worth it. it's just not all the same that we expected it to be. And every family situation, I'm sure, is different. So I don't want to be prescriptive in that way, but we just found, like, okay, we... And I take a lot of responsibility for that. I think that, like, there were some expectations that didn't go the way that I thought they would because I just thought like, this is obvious. You don't have to have that conversation. You have to have that conversation and, yeah. and that's okay. And like people have to live their lives for themselves. And so yeah. ultimately we we're like, we're, well, great. We have some dreams that we would like to meet what's stopping us. And you know, the cons yeah. are just very minimal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think until kids are like, I don't know, older middle school, maybe middle school, school, I like, think is where it starts to get harder. And that's yeah. what we're trying to beat is like, let's get ahead of that. Yeah. Everything like before you're, you know, basically a man from puberty is like easily you can bounce around and make friends and whatever, but then you kind of get set with like your crew and it's like, it's hard yeah. to move then. You're devastated. Yeah. 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 We, we moved every two years when I was a kid and then like, I think it was like fourth or fifth grade, like not even quite middle school yet, but I was like, I was this size then, like I was an adult. <laughs> so I was like, Hey, I'm not, not going to move. If you guys move again in like two years, like you've been doing. And so like my dad had an offer and he went, no, I can't, I can't do it. Cause like I can't move. But then he did like take an offer later and he just moved on his own. <laughs> we just visited wow. him. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, there you go. There's a lot of different like shapes to that model. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, moving overseas is obviously like, you know. Yeah. The flights are long, yeah. which, okay. I don't know if we talked about this or if I've just bitched to everyone else about this, but like Both? I wanted to upgrade to first class flying to California because I usually do. Mm -hmm. um, and it was $2,500 per way to upgrade. So like mm -hmm. an extra five grand. 
we booked our Italy flights, which are nonstop from Dulles to Italy to Rome. And it's three grand round trip per person for that. What yep. the fuck? Like, and they're lay down seats. Like, oh, yeah. International flights better. What? I would say domestic flights are a grift or I don't know, or there's something we don't know. But you can often choose to go cross country or even like, you know, two, three hour flight and find that to be five, six hundred dollar flight. And then also find a flight to Milan or Paris or London or whatever for a similar price, like just in general, like not even talking about first class or whatever else. If you up your class, I mean, first class domestic versus first like business class international it's night and day. It's not even close. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You get full lay down. You get pajamas. You get like a little pod to yourself. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. And I don't even need that necessarily. No. Like I did it because we wanted to do it because it sounded fun. But like the, what I guess like premium economy in like yeah. international is still, it's basically first class of like domestic. Yeah. Yeah, domestic so first like, class is premium. Yeah. Economy, I would say it's like wider seats and still some pretty yeah. nice stuff. Yeah. Drinks, food, all the, yeah, everything. <clears throat> I mean, I think that they make a good chunk of their money on, on domestic, like in general, because prices have gone up across the board. And, yeah. you know, a one hour flight and a three hour flight, like, doesn't matter. It's kind of like similar price point. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, what were thought to be, like, low-cost airlines back in the day, like Southwest, are not anymore. It's not yeah. uncommon for me to see $300 per way in Southwest, where I don't even know where I'm fucking sitting. And I don't yeah. care what jokes you make on, you know, when takeoff and landing. It's, like, it's crazy. Yeah. It has gotten out of hand. One of my coworkers was talking about, like, it's so expensive to fly his family of four to, like, even, like, Myrtle Beach. Yeah. So he's like, well, I'm just going to fly to Spain and spend the bulk of my money on the flight, but then have a fucking baller time on a real beach instead mm-hmm. of like real beach. Instead so of I'm fucking like, Florida. Right. Yeah. 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 That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy. So, and bear in mind, we bailed out a good chunk of these airlines. We didn't bail yeah, out something. They gave all the did. money to the executives. Yeah, where they did buybacks and everything else because they have fiduciary responsibility. That this whole like fallback to fiduciary responsibility is horseshit. Yeah. 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 I just want to be rich enough to be able to do that. Be like, oh no, I lost my billion dollars. Now you have to give me another billion dollars and I'll take half of it and then we'll put the other half in the business. Because we're an infrastructure for the nation. And you're like, well, yeah, you are. But then you become, you know, owned by the nation, I guess. Well, no. You should be out of business and American Airlines takes on a new meaning. (laughs) Yeah, it's either that or we believe in capitalism and you ran your business poorly and so you go away and someone fills the void. Like, I don't understand what the problem is. Yeah, no one saves small businesses. Yeah, why do we need a General Motors or an American Airlines or like, you know, if they don't know how to run their business without getting fuel, oh, yeah, because they get to pay off politicians to get that. That's why. That's so true. Nothing, yeah. None if of you it started with enough money, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that's a good note to end this on. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. Oh, thanks. It doesn't matter. AI is going to kill us in a couple of months or so. I'm sure. That is true. We can dive into that on the next monthly malarkey, which will be in January. Malarkey, well, I guess we'll do a, malarkey, we'll do malarkey, more of just malarkey. us too because we're trying to. Oh, all right. Uber Eats is calling me. Hold on, I gotta go. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Subscribe. Blah, 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 blah. See you later. Bye. <laughs>